everybody, welcome to the PR Podcast, giving us a better insight on how to master your bodies and raising your PRs in and out of the gym. My name is Joseph. I'm here with my two amazing hosts, Annabelle. Hi. And Morgan. Hi. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> switched it up on us. It's, uh, it's, well, you know what? Things are just kind of weird nowadays, Annie. It's weird. Things are getting, things are getting weird out there. You got people whoring up on toilet paper. <laughs> Everything, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it was started with the toilet now. paper, though. Yeah. Now there's nothing on the shelves. See, but if you invest in a boudet. Bidet. Boudet. For <laughs> the boudet. <laughs> Depends on where oh, you got it from. I know what I said. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you ever used one of those? I have it. I need to hook it up. You have? I have one. No, well, no, have no, you used no it? I never used one, no. Okay. But I have to hook it up. I've had it for a while. Have you tried one before? I Annie? have. Yeah. yeah. Where at? I'm curious. CSUSB. Oh, they have some there. They have one. They have a, they just opened up a center for global innovation. So it's a building that kind of houses a lot of our international studies and international students. And because of that, they were kind of culturally sensitive and put in bidets at. For the bootay. <laughs> for the bootays. <laughs> for the bootays. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you smiled. You smiled when you said that. Hey, hey, hey! Have, have you, Morgan? Yeah, I have. Okay. I tried it like. Uh, He's smiling too. You don't want to say like it ten, like ten years ago. No, 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 no. Actually, like a little bit over ten years ago, uh, when I went to Europe, um, they had them there. And I remember I was con- confused. I was like, why is there two toilets? Why, why, why is there a little sink? What does this do? <laughs> and then one of my uh, teachers, because he used to live out, there, live out there, he told me, that's to spray your butthole. I was like, okay. <laughs> and I tried it out. Nobody wanted to try it because they're like, no, no, you know. <laughs> He's kidding. You know, you don't want to do that. And then I tried it. And it was actually pretty refreshing. I felt so clean. <laughs> it's just a different experience. Just walk around with your head like I got to hook it up And now. I never thought about it. Why... Like, it never came to my mind, oh, we should have some over here in the U.S. Or maybe you could buy one over here till now that there's no toilet paper. I was like, well, wait a minute. Mm. But then um, I have also, like, my Filipino friends. They're telling me to use a, I think it's called Tabo. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Mm. T-A-B-O. And I was like, what, what is that? And I Googled it. And it's basically like a, like a, not a cup, but like a, I guess it's like a cup and you spray water in your butt in the back and you clean yourself like that because huh. i was over there you know does it have like a nozzle on it no it's just it's like a damn it's not a cup like, like, I'm a, imagining cup. like a solo cup or something yeah it's not a cup can't. can i just use a shaker cup damn has, a, it. has a stout let's just leave it at we'll a big cup okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a cup though it's a table <laughs> and you clean yourself with that okay. so i thought it was interesting baby wipes coming yeah. handy i guess what i mean we could, if you could you find baby wipes that's this thing. See, luckily... Now, you, now you're going to have one, two, three people in your household using baby wipes. <laughs> yeah, no. Grayson gets first dibs on those. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, this is mine. I jump in the shower if I use up all his baby wipes. <laughs> yeah, because I was thinking, I was like, I could just connect like a hose, you know, to, yeah. my, to my restroom. And you, you grew up in that generation of using water hoses. We did. Yeah. Well, just for showers, not to clean my butt. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> like well, 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 the, yeah, we went, like yeah, whenever we were <laughs> yeah, kids, though, yeah, yeah, I would drink from a water hose. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't see kids yeah. doing that now. True. Hey, different times, mm-hmm. weird times, very weird times, weird times to be alive. Yeah. So, we're not going to say too much because none of us are infectious disease professionals, but because it's really relevant and because 
the consensuses were not even a part of the way through this. So potentially we have like several months of the coronavirus like affecting people's lives. Um, and because we are a health promoting health and fitness related podcast, we should mention a couple of the things that um, are kind of on people's minds. So, um, yeah, this is kind of crazy. It uh, kind of sprung last winter, right? Like we were kind of hearing like wind of it and, and started in Wuhan, China, um, made its way here. Um, it's really interesting from like a public health perspective. Um, I studied public health. That's what my master's degree is in. And this is like super interesting. I kind of wish I would have been going through the program like while this is going on. Um, Cause you can really like apply like a lot of what we're seeing and learning, like we're living through it. Um, I'm sure once this is all passed, however long it might be from now, we're going to look back and be like, okay, yeah, I remember like 2019, 2020, like when all this craziness was happening um, as a kid, I don't remember anything like this, like ever. So um, it's really interesting to see like how, different sectors of the world are like responding like people like all of us I'm sure have seen it like because we're also in an age of information we're seeing anything and everything way more than we should like on social media um and so many people are like influencing different people's behaviors um I mean the memes that are coming out of it like the different people that are coming out of the woodworks you know trying to sell whatever they want to sell because of it um, it's crazy, but like the reality of it is people like people's families, people's lives are seriously affected by it. Um, so I think we did want to talk a little bit about it. Um, I think the main message we want to say is uh, there is a lot of misinformation and you want to just be careful. So everybody has a responsibility for themselves and for their families to kind of be critical about the information that they're consuming. Um it can get really overwhelming. Um, I know we kind of have like two extreme ends of the spectrum, right? We have people who are really, really panicked and we have people that are kind of like lax about it. They're kind of making fun of the situation. Like everybody's kind of overreacting. Um, and it's kind of like a different thing. So, um, I also have a health education specialist certification, which with that certification, it comes with uh, a responsibility of ethics. So you'll never see like somebody who is a science or health education promoter make anyone feel badly about feeling how they're going to feel. So we don't want to tell those people that are panicking not to panic because they are allowed to feel that way. Like, I mean, if maybe because we're youngish and healthy-ish, like, it's not affecting us and it's not really in San Bernardino County, but there are cases like in Riverside County, which is really close. But there's people out there who have like the only, maybe the only family they know is an elderly person with the underlying diseases or underlying comorbidities that are like going to be, that are showing to be like really targeted by these. And then there's also the opposite end of the spectrum where it's people that are just like, everyone's overreacting. I don't know why people are hoarding all this and like halt all these like foods and toilet paper and everything. 
I mean, we don't want to make them feel like, yeah, you're right, like everyone is overreacting. Like, we, you don't ever want to make people feel a specific way about dealing with their feeling. Like, it's everyone has their right. But I think what's very helpful is just making sure that people have the right information. Because I think the facts is going to help cancel out some of the fear. So I think a healthy level of fear, um, making sure that everyone's taking the recommendations seriously is important. But I think um, kind of being really aware of like the overreaction and finding out like why people are acting while they're acting. So I'm sure like people in public health are having a field day with all this. Like it's a, like a case study, right? Like everyone's observing everything that's happening. And I'm sure like psychologists like and psychiatrists are like really... Uh, interested in this because you're getting a lot of people that are getting like really anxious like anxiety um you know like just just trying to understand like why people are going to get toilet paper like some people just don't get that um and in their defense some of the early media that we were seeing about this like from china it was just in i don't know like maybe one or two articles but hong kong ran out of toilet paper and that was just one of the things that was mentioned in the article. So people took that and they're like, oh, shit, <laughs> let me go get some damn toilet paper. Like, what, if, you know, so it's, it's not based out of completely nothing. But the more and more that people are showing empty toilet paper shelves and empty water case shelves and empty, like, you know, canned food and frozen, you know, the more people are showing that, the more it kind of propagates this like, oh, if all my neighbors are doing that, there's not going to be none for me, so let me go ahead and do that. So it just, like, compounds. Um, where I think if somebody understood, like, this isn't really going to affect, like, the supply of toilet paper, but where it does become an issue is the people also that are hoarding or going and buying, like, all these masks, um, that's going to really affect the health care system. So the people that do need masks are not having access to those. The people that do need masks are the people who are sick, um, who want to contain being able to infect somebody else, and the people who are caring for those who are sick, who are just protecting themselves. If you're healthy and you're not showing any symptoms, there's not a real reason or a benefit to using a mask unless you are caring for someone who's sick. Um, if And again don't feel badly if you went and got like tons of toilet paper, tons of like whatever. But then, I mean, think about the implications that it can mean for your neighbors or for the less fortunate, for like your older neighbor who's so scared to leave their home to go buy groceries or toilet paper, consider donating that. Like if you did get a lot of masks and you're not really sure why or you're not sure what to do with it and you just learned you don't need them unless you're sick or caring for someone sick, consider donating them to a hospital or a clinic or or the volunteers who are going to be serving foods to meals to kids that are now going to be stuck at home, you know. So there's, there's different things to think about. So um, the gist of it is we don't want to spread any misinformation about this and we don't want to disvalidate why people are feeling how they're feeling and why they're acting how they're acting. Um, but, I mean, it's it's so interesting. I mean, it's still funny. Like, there's all these memes, and I, like, it's just crazy. I'm loving all the memes, like, and you want to laugh, and you want to, like, share all this, like, ah, but then you don't want to make, feel, feel <laughs> make people feel a certain way. So it's like, you know, there's enough people out there that are going to 
be jerks to the people that overreact and there's enough people that are going to, you know, whatever. So um, there's some things that we should share that is beneficial and that is effective. Um, So if you are someone that's concerned, which is everybody, like in America and across the world, um, there's some main resources and information that you do want to follow. And you're going to want to look at specifically like organizations that are accredited, that have people specifically advising and specifically working in infectious diseases and in communicable diseases. While a lot of doctors, a lot of like health professionals are like, oh, we've had stuff like this. There's been coronavirus before. Like, um, yeah, it's true. If you look on like the back of a Lysol bottle from years ago or like Clorox wipes from years ago, it says it's effective against coronavirus. There's strains of this that people have been exposed to, but it's not the same strain. It's not the same virus. It's mutated and there's so much that these infectious disease specialists do not know what makes everybody else think that we know better to like you know recommend and advise there's just so much unknown that it's the best it's in the best of our own interest to just look toward the people that are providing credible sources like it's their recommendations are not based out of nothing it's based off of data it's based off of research and i mean it's crazy because if you actually did want to look at the research there's all the research that's coming out of China and, I mean, all the countries that were affected about or on this uh, before and now in America. Like, re- there's research, there's um, data trends that are being followed. These are, like, the public health researchers and infectious disease researchers that are, like, following this and being able to provide this data. So same recommendations that the CDC has said so far. I don't think much has changed um, at this point, right? It's, what, Pi Day? 314 March 14th um, so what basically the gist of it is is they're finding that this gets transferred from person to person so and it's specifically through droplet nuclei which is basically anything that can come up from your lungs respiratory tract like mouth area primarily through coughs or sneezes um, can infect somebody else and you can that means like sneezing coughing directly on someone else or within somewhere around six feet that's kind of what they're saying um could be harmful to someone so you could imagine like all the people who are working front lines in healthcare, um why they'd be needing these masks and why they'd be needing like people to kind of not do whatever they can to not spread it so um the one thing that everyone's being advised to do is obviously wash their hands and cover their cough, cover their sneeze whenever they have that. Whether or not you think you're infected, it's just good practice anyway. Um, and washing your hands correctly with soap and water. Uh, 15 seconds was usually the recommendation. We're saying 20 seconds now just to be safe. So <laughs> 20 seconds, wash your hands, soap and water, scrub everywhere under your nails if you need to know exactly how Arnold Schwarzenegger shared a video of him demonstrating to his dog (laughs) how he's supposed to properly wash his hands and he did a really good job Um, and then if you don't have access to that then you can use a hand sanitizer a hand sanitizing product 
just make sure it's 60% alcohol or more. Um, you can make your own. There's a lot of recipes using like vegetable glycerin and alcohol where you can make the ratios yourself if you happen to not be able to find any. Um, but it's a good idea to keep some of that on you too. Um, this is protecting you against the virus, but also protecting everybody else if anybody listening happens to be a vector. Um, and a vector just means that you have the infection, you can spread it, you may not have symptoms, but you, you we just don't know, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just proceeding with caution. Um, we're hearing a lot about this stuff called social distancing, which like it's a term in public health, but we haven't really seen it or heard it used. But basically it just means like avoiding contact with other people. So avoid sick people. And if you're sick, avoid people. So stay home if you're sick. Um, whether you feel like you have symptoms that are related to the coronavirus symptoms or just not feeling well, because that means that your immune system is already trying to fight something off. So you might be a little immune compromised. Um, and then just avoiding crowded places, which this is why so many big events, sporting events, um, conferences are being canceled. No, it's not to ruin your day or ruin. Like, I mean, I had Post Malone tickets for <laughs> Tuesday everything was canceled for a reason. Like we're just basically trying to limit the spread because we don't know, we don't know everybody who has it. Like I said, there could be some people who are asymptomatic. They're not showing symptoms. And then there's also like, there's a latent period and then there's like an incubation period. That's how viral diseases work. And we don't know exactly what the time is. They're recommending, they're saying 14 days, two weeks which is why for now a lot of the recommendations you're seeing through the end of April or some through the end of May, um, just depending on you know what the local health agencies are providing or suggesting. Um, you kind of mentioned covering your cough and your sneezes. If you can, use your the pit of your elbow, like your crook, so showing kids and kindergartners like to dab. <laughs> Um, and that, I mean, if that's helpful, that's helpful. A tissue is effective too. Um, as long as you discard the tissue right away. Um, and, and like consider like the janitorial, janitorial staff that are like different places that you go. Like these people are afraid too, because all of a sudden everybody's blowing their nose and trying to be very cautious and throwing stuff away. And then they're feeling vulnerable and exposed. So make sure you throw your stuff away inside of a trash can, mix it in there. If it doesn't, pick it up, put it in the trash can. Like, don't just leave your stuff all around because nobody wants to touch anything <laughs> that looks like trash or like it could have mocos on it. Um, and then we mentioned the face mask thing. So um, you do not need a face mask if you are not uh, having symptoms that are similar to the coronavirus symptoms. But you do if you're healthy and you are caring for someone who does. Um, a face mask is beneficial if you are sick, though. So if you are sick and you don't want to transfer um, sickness or droplet nuclei, that upper respiratory tract um, stuff, to anybody else, then that's useful. But other than that, like I said, if you do happen to have a stock of masks, um, I mean, just like a side note, like so my sister is a dental hygienist. She works in a dental office where people are trying to steal masks like for the dental hygiene and she's like one that's absurd like I'm she's never had that so 
but but that's like kind of what we're getting to like what we're resorting to like people are going getting like their teeth and mouths cared for and are trying to take masks for that are protecting dental hygienists and dentists and nurses and doctors you know people that actually need it um so just (laughs) consider that like consider my little sister (laughs) and the last recommendation this wasn't in the initial round of like recommendations from the cdc but they added this a little bit later um so and that's to clean and disinfect as often as you can because um it's different with some viruses um this isn't a bacteria where it needs like a specific environment to survive. Usually bacteria needs a certain level of moisture and certain level of protein. A virus doesn't need that. A virus just needs a vector. But because we don't know enough about what is the survival of this virus outside of a body, um, what's also being recommended is to clean and disinfect as often as you can the surfaces that are touched often. So we're telling everybody, wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands, but then you go back and pick up your dirty cell phone. So disinfect your cell phone. Alcohol wipes or Clorox wipes work just fine. Um, We're handling them all the time, like before and after we eat, before, you know, so it's just a good hygiene practice, like even after this is over, like we can just continue that. But this also means tables, desks, especially if there's kids around and their little fingers can touch and reach, um, you know, anywhere from like the waist down, doorknobs, um, countertops, especially like in restrooms, like any places where people would be, um, kitchens, like using stuff like with their mouth, like, you know, when you're brushing your teeth or like stuff like that. So cleaning and disinfecting, um, the EPA, the environmental protection something or other they released a list of like exact brands and products that are cleared and effective against this virus um so you can use that but basically anything that's like lysol um lysol wipes lysol sprays clorox wipes clorox sprays or the store brand versions of those um or you could even make your own you can make your own diluted version with a chlor or just bleach like household bleach um with water check the ratios because it's going to depend on like what bleach you use and stuff but um you can make your own so that's basically the recommendations um for information as far as um getting more of these recommendations or learning how to protect yourself um no supplements there's no diets there's no there's nothing and, and you just have to understand, like, these things can help, but there's nothing that's been along or been around, or this virus hasn't been around long enough to decide or prove for a fact that anything is going to be effective against protecting you. So while these things are not going to hurt, like if you have a few extra vegetables or have some vitamins and have, like, things like that, well, it's not going to hurt you, it can give people false like hope or false um, sense of security. So if you tell people, oh, make sure you take this vitamin pill, it's got, you know, all these detoxifying agents and protective whatever, or eat cloves of garlic. Um, if people are doing this and believing this and then not being as careful with the CDC's recommendations, then that can be a problem. Um, and basically you want to just keep up with... Um, learning new information so being informed staying informed um i don't know what do you guys use like to stay informed so because i know the news is really important because they're able to update us like a little bit more like 
timely than the CDC and the World Health Organization, these public health agencies. But um, just to protect your own like mental health, what I've been telling people is pick one or two news sites um, or streams or, you know, however you get your news, pick one or two and that's it. Don't listen to stuff on Facebook. Don't listen to stuff on social media. You can, uh, I mean, look at it, like absorb it, but take it for what it's worth. Like it's not factual evidence and not like what's happening in the real time. But um, limiting yourself to like one or two and nothing else is going to help you keep like your mental health. Like you're not going to get like, because you have to understand like while we're in a now a national emergency status like a crisis these social media or these media outlets like all the news networks they're still competing for views and watches and clicks and so they're gonna say the craziest you know they're gonna word stuff the most um, extreme that they can so so just be aware of that it's still media <laughs> so yeah, um, I just make sure if I do get any type of information, it's from a credible expert. It's not just a random person off, off of social media. And um, I know Joe Rogan had an infectious infectious disease expert on his podcast, and he went really, really good detailed on the whole coronavirus that we know about it and different uh, things we could do to um, take caution and to basically protect ourselves in the best way. And it's stuff that we kind of discuss on previous episodes when it comes to like sleep, good nutrition, exercise, keep your stress levels low, all these things that are just good for the body overall. So even if you do end up catching this, you still want to continue with those good habits so that if you do get sick, it you can recover quickly or it just won't hit you as hard as it will other people. Yeah, I'm the same way. I I, I don't look at the news. It's too much BS floating around. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually try to stay away from social media just because it seems like everyone has their opinion. You have people with, um, what's that thing that I was talking to you guys about earlier? Um, conspiracies. There's people oh, out there yeah. with conspiracies, crazy conspiracies. And, man-made, man. And, uh, you know, so I just listen to whatever the CDC is saying. Uh Pretty much uh, most of my information I get from Annabelle. So whatever she says, I'm like, <laughs> all right, so this is a good source. It's faxed. Um, so I'll look at that. And that's pretty much it because there really isn't much you could do. So just practice good hygiene. Um, be careful. Be safe when you go out. Um, I think you can't stop doing what you're doing because you still have to go out and buy food for your family. Um, you still have to... Uh, just live your daily life. You just got to be aware and be try to take care of yourself. Again, if you are coughing or sneezing, even if you don't think you have it, just cover your mouth, you know, make sure you do the right thing. Um, which I'm actually glad I'm seeing a lot of people do it now because that's one of my pet peeves. I always see people cough and sneeze and they don't cover their, their nose or anything. So, or they, or they cough right into their hand yeah, and then grab. Yeah. Start so stuff. I'm actually glad I see people doing this. Uh, but I think it's pretty nuts out there. Like, I think it's, again, like you said, everyone has their own s- situation. Again, you don't know where these people, maybe that, maybe this young person who's going crazy at, or not crazy, but going, buying all the stuff off the shelves, maybe they have, maybe they live with the grandparents and they're just trying to bring stuff home to take care of the grandparents. I don't know, but I think there's 
a certain limit of behavior where you have to kind of also think about the other people around you. Mm-hmm. Um, like the other day, I went to buy some toilet paper and I got lucky. I got the last roll. You know, I kind of felt bad. I was like, maybe somebody else needs to wipe more more than I do. I don't mind using water, you know? Well, I'm to the point where even if I just need toilet paper because I'm completely out, I'm like scared to go because I don't want people to think I'm a, a hoarder. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's just nuts out there. It's pretty wild. Yeah, it's, uh, it's weird times. Yeah, it's weird so times. I think um, because we're all going to be like self-quarantining, there are some things that you can do specifically to help this situation. So um, because we're, you're not advised to kind of go out into big crowds, that's kind of going to be a problem for some people. For some people, like I said, like we're rejoicing. Like introverts are having <laughs> a good old time. They're like, this is what I've been like, it's waiting great. for my whole yeah, life. Yeah, when I went yeah. shopping for groceries, not today, today is the weekend. It was crazy, but I went during the week. Mm-hmm. I went at peak hour, like after four-ish, mm-hmm. when it's usually people are getting off work, they go to the grocery store, and... I went in there and there was nobody. Yeah. I, I didn't know what was going on. I, I I didn't put one and one together. Like, okay, what is this? What's going on here? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, okay, it's because of the the virus. There was no people on the aisles. It was just empty. So it was actually pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. When I went out to uh, eat earlier, it was the same thing. I I went. And I was the only person in there. Yeah. Like, oh, all right. Because yeah. no, nobody wants to go out to restaurants or nothing. Yeah. yeah no one wants to be around people. <laughs> um. So, but because of this, so I'm going to say, especially if you know people who are a little bit extra anxious about this or even elderly people, like family members, like definitely call them, FaceTime them, keep in touch. Um, I know with Hispanic culture, it's it's hard for us out there because we're huggers and touchers and snugglers and all that. So just, just refrain from that. Not because necessarily it's bad, but just because it's good practice at during this time. Um, one thing that I specifically had like a, a interest in is um, a lot of the schools that are closing are um, causing issues for some families because one kids are going to be home maybe or maybe they maybe they do maybe they don't have childcare but um, I worked for twelve years in basically what was Parks and Recreation so like the show. Um, but we had an after school program where I know that a lot of the times, a lot of the times, like kids, if they didn't eat at school, then they didn't get more than like one meal. Their families just couldn't do that. Um, and the families that did a lot of the times because they were getting commodities, they were getting food, um, from the county, from the city, from the government. So if they did have meals outside of school, it was maybe just once or twice uh, one or two weeks out of the month. So one way that you can kind of help without even leaving your home is you can support food banks. Um, a lot of uh, school districts are partnering with local food pantries to provide meals for schools. I know um, in Tim's school district, they're doing it. Um, they're not doing it at school sites. So each school district is different um, where they're doing, they're setting up um, like in parks or well-ventilated areas to provide meals for kids um, that might need them. Like, not everybody needs them, not everybody, but um, the government has also enacted a bill where it's lowering the level of restrictions. So it, maybe if you weren't a low or free, a uh, low, what is it, free or reduced lunch kid or your kids were not uh, people that were receiving free or reduced lunch, 
Um, now they're lowering the, the requirements. So almost anybody who needs it can get access to foods. This is super important because we're talking about like people going to grocery stores and there's not stuff available, you know, so we have to be considerate of that. So, so kids are going to be able to get some meals. Um, just check with your local county um, or local unified school district, like where your kids go. Um, but you can donate to a bunch of different organizations. One that I do know, um, and specifically with San Bernardino County and Riverside County, it's Feeding America, IE. Um, so you can donate money just online. I just did it this morning and $1, this is what their website says. So $1 can feed up to, or can provide up to eight meals which I'm like, that's huge because they have the resources, they have the volunteers, they have, it, it's an organized effort already. You don't have to do anything except give a little bit of cash if you have the extra cash. If you don't, don't feel bad, but um, you can do that and you don't even have to leave your couch. Uh, you can donate back a lot of the stuff that you gathered or you can offer to, um, Brittany actually shared this in her neighborhood app, one gentleman was offering to go grocery shopping for the older people in his neighborhood which I'm like that's such a small thing that's so huge for those people mm -hmm. and those people's families um you can read a book that can kind of help you calm yourself about this issue um send an email or a thank you letter or something to frontline healthcare workers. So anybody that you might know that's a nurse or a doctor or um, working in public health um, that's putting their lives like on the line basically every single day just to make sure that other people are healthy, um, you know, or offer to drop off food for their kids that are staying home. Um, and, and, so another thing that we didn't really talk about, this is more of like a social economical issue, but a lot of small businesses are going to suffer. And and the, the reality of it is a lot of people are going to suffer. A lot of people are going to suffer a lot more than we are. Um, so considering making donations to small businesses um, or people who are just losing out on money because people are just not willing to leave their home, which they sh shouldn't, is what we've you know advised but um, people who don't have any other stream of income or who do not get paid for working from home or who are going to get their hours cut, um, that's important too. So a couple ways to help without leaving, I don't know. The house. Anything. Yeah, <laughs> without <laughs> leaving anywhere. I think that's, that's kind of all I had. I mean, again, like, Follow what the CDC says. Follow general recommendations. Keep yourself informed. Um, and try not to spread or propagate misinformation. Don't make anyone feel bad for feeling a specific way just because it doesn't match what you're feeling. And um, just be, be nice to yourself. Be nice to others. Don't let anybody tell you, like, if you're stressed out, like, not to comfort eat. If you want to have a little bit of comfort food, go ahead. Um, but also keep in mind that just optimizing your health in every way is going to give you a good chance of supporting your immune system. We're not saying boost, we're saying support. So yeah. wash your hands, wash your ass. <laughs> Boudet. <Yeah>. Boudet. <laughs> so kind of moving on to change, <laughs> the, change the subject. Well, not, not really. We, we still got to tell them. 
if you're going to be self-quarantined, what what can they do at home? Oh, oh. yeah. We have oh. some yeah. some stuff. Monopoly. Uno. Mm. Paper, rock, scissors. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's not on the board. <laughs> self-quarantined. Okay, let's see. So one of the things people could do, which I suggested, which was it's one of our most popular uh, podcasts out there. What is it? Oh, let's talk about sex. You know, it's basically <laughs> talking about orgasms. So you could have orgasms or self-orgasm. Or you, or, or you guys could <laughs> listen to the PR podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All the other episodes all, all the other as episodes, well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> their podcast is pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's one of the things uh, I can't really... What is the, the rest of it? Oh, sorry. Learn <laughs> My writing. a nah a, subject. A new subject, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean... If, if you're working from home or if you get to be home for a little while, like take this time to do some self-improvement. Read a book that you've been wanting to read for a long time. Start listening to a podcast that you're like, oh, this sounds really cool. I've been wanting to listen to this. Um, have more orgasms. Just wash your hands. <laughs> um, like or have said, different type of exercise at home too. Yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, I don't know that any gyms in the local area have closed. Um, not that I've heard of you guys. Not, not yet. yet. Okay. Not yet. Not yet, but I know gyms are closing in the rest of America. So if your gym happens to close, download or find, you know, a lot of a lot of like fitness people are sharing crazy information, but some of them are actually sharing some good information about how to do at-home workouts um, that are actually pretty good. Like with, I mean, using equipment or minimal equipment if you have dumbbells or resistance bands or you know whatever it is <laughs> i'm gonna say like use your pets you but a dog. yeah <laughs> um yeah so doing some at-home workouts some i don't know plyos if you have the mechanics for it some yoga <laughs> namaste <Yeah>. namaste <laughs> namaste my ass at home <laughs> <laughs> we got netflix if you guys don't want to better yourselves and you guys don't want to do anything, you could also watch some Netflix. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys just want to chill. Just binge your life, boy. Yeah. Um, and one thing you should do is stay off social media as much as you can. It's really hard. <laughs> I'm on there a lot, especially. Um, but, you know, do your best. I do enjoy the memes. I enjoy the less traffic on the freeway. Yeah. That's funny. I I don't know how you guys do it. I can't stand memes. Really? Yeah. What? It's such a waste of my time. <laughs> Thanks. When people send me memes, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> send me so something better, please. Crazy when people send me memes, I'm like, oh my God. You're like, I've seen this one. <laughs> <laughs> send me something new. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if you guys were around. <laughs> I'm the oldest one, so I have to ask. I don't know. Political cartoons. Do you remember those? Yeah, I remember yes. them. Memes are political cartoons of our time because our kids, if we have any <laughs> ever, like, are going to be, like, looking at memes from 2020, from March 2020, and then be like, I don't get it. This doesn't mean anything. Just like we're looking at political cartoons from back in the day, and we're like, oh, we don't get it. Yeah. It's hilarious right now. It's like, ah, that's funny. But <laughs> people are going to look and be like, so it's kind of, like, it's cool because it's like a timestamp. It's like only, only, this is our set of memes yeah nobody Morgan. else <laughs> nobody else <laughs> enjoy it <laughs> love memes like i do <laughs> i'm sending you memes all day now yeah 
all start day. making them using his pictures. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, it's perfectly okay. I mean, some people are just like, oh, let's not make fun of this. Let's not, like, how can you not? Like, it's. I mean, you, humor brings, you know, comfort. comfort. Yeah. It makes, makes things less serious. Yeah. You know, just less fear. Yeah. So I could see that. Yeah, so it has a value. Like, there's not, you know, just whatever. <laughs> so yeah. I think that's enough I think coronavirus that's, I think talk. Yeah, maybe we should that's talk about why we're covered in green and have these silly yeah. ears on. Before we finish this podcast, it's been going on for t- oh, a long time. <laughs> so Annabelle, why did you bring these pops Yes, Annabelle, today? why are you making us wear this <laughs> I now? made you <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> I did this time. <laughs> um, so the day this airs, shoot, let me make sure. The day this airs, I think, is bef- the day before St. Patrick's before. Day. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this is our St. Patrick's Day thing. And originally when I went and I got all this stuff, I'm like, oh, we're going to have whiskey and we're going to talk about our plans for St. Patrick's Day. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Tim and I would have been at a Post Malone concert mm-hmm. and that's not. You know, stay at home. <laughs> so we're not doing all of that, but it's still St. Patrick's Day, so everybody could be at home wearing green, green beers. <laughs> yeah, um, and and it's pie day. Today yeah, is the day pie that day. we're recording. It's yeah. So pie, the like 3. math 14. symbol, three point one four. So it's March fourteenth. I just got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's Friday. <laughs> I thought it was one of those stupid days. Oh, today is a oh, oh, national, like, national donut day. Donut day. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, this one actually makes sense. It's Pi yeah. Day. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so if you are interested, I mean, this isn't. This means nothing because nobody's gonna hear <laughs> this right now. But so actually, so you guys, so you know, a lot of like pizza businesses are offering deals today because pizza pie is still pie and a lot of pie places are offering deals because pie is delicious i haven't had pizza in a while apple dutch pie mm. oh okay yeah what's your favorite pie pecan pie apple I, dutch Ooh. gotta Oof. be dutch though you know it's like it's like the crumbly on the yeah. top that's a, that's a and hard you're one you're a pumpkin pie person it's we, a tie between pecan and, and then pecan, Pe- pecan, pecan, pie. pecan, pecan pie. and pie. I mean, pumpkin pie <laughs> and pumpkin pie. Pecan, you don't talk like that. Pecan. Pecan. It's pecan. You never said any other word like that. <laughs> because that's how you say pecan. No, I say pecan. You grew up in IE, bro. Oh, my God. Do you say, oh, do you say caramel or caramel? Caramel. Me too. I think I say caramel too. Yeah, caramel. Just trying to think. Um, so that's one of the, uh, the sidetrack, but my sister shared this, so this might be. Oh, this is. Uh, I'm so old. Whatever. The Hudson. Do you guys remember the Hudson? Yes. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> There's a meme that's like, "Oh, if you party here, oh, you're, you're immune." immune. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh man, that's true." I so that about the old yeah, before. That's exactly yeah. So for people that don't Places know, my home gym. <laughs> was the 24-hour fitness off Waterman in San Bernardino, which shared a wall with the Hudson, which is like a club or whatever. Yeah. So, like, if like I, I think on a Friday or Saturday night, you could go there and mm. the, the walls would be rattling. And we used to have, like, the metal weights and <laughs> the gym, like, the, the section off. The, it was sectioned off, yeah. right? It was separate from the rest of But it had, like, those metal rusty weights, and it got, sm- like, really foggy in there. Oh. 
I miss it. So <laughs> the virus mutations happened. <laughs> that, that's where it came from. That's where it came from. It went dormant for a few, <laughs> yeah. for a few years. We actually <laughs> transmitted it to Wuhan, and then it came back. <laughs> um, and um, let's touch on this burger challenge that we are doing every single day for 30 days yeah. that I completed. And about complete it. Hey, Morgan. I did not complete it. Oh, my gosh. What happened? You know, guys, I just I couldn't do it. Man, you hyped it up. Oh, I, I'm in Ohio. I'm going to stick to it. I'm going to have a burger back. I couldn't, man. I had, to make, I had to make weight. So I the f- for two days before I decided not to eat the burgers, it just wasn't worth it. Yeah. 28 days in. Sorry, guys. Couldn't finish. Mm. Um, but, yeah, Morgan, how's your 75 hard going? Oh, and, and, and. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I failed 75, 75 hard on the first day I got there. So how many days in were you? I was yeah. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't tracking. I just knew. Days. I just knew the end date, <laughs> and I wasn't tracking the actual days. Imagine that was day seventy five. No, nah, it was probably close to sixty. So almost done. Um, so I got there, and so my flights got delayed. And by the time I got to the actual Airbnb, it was super late. So I was out around 2 in the morning walking outside to complete my outdoor workout. And I went, I went home, I went to bed, and the next day I woke up to take my progress picture, and I noticed that I forgot to take it the day before. So I failed 75 hard on that day. Okay. And um. I, st- I still continued <laughs> after that, but, I mean. You were my hero. I failed. I'm sorry. Annabelle, you're my hero now. Uh, sorry. I, I mean, I have been, but <laughs> <laughs> I've been, have finished it. <laughs> you know, it's just a story it's, of my life. Okay. Besides I mean, that. So, I mean, not that it's an excuse, but you were like in a different state, like competing for powerlifting, which he that's what, what I want to get into. into. Yeah. I, I, but that's, that's like an, um, uh, what is it? Like a reinforcement that like habit stacking kind of works because what were you have what did you habit stack yeah as soon as photo? i woke up when i wake would wake up in the morning i would weigh myself take a picture and all that but as soon as i woke up i woke as i was already dressed because i had to leave like at three in the morning uh-huh. so i was already dressed and what i was gonna leave the next day and all my mm-hmm. luggage was downstairs so i just literally woke up brushed my teeth went downstairs and i was like oh shit and when i got to the airport i was like damn i forgot to take my picture i'll do it once i get uh, over there and then i got there and i was thinking airport. and i was thinking <laughs> okay i have to do my because uh, i originally i was supposed to get there at 11 in the morning at ohio and i didn't get there until super super late i didn't oh, get to the airbnb till really really late um so by the time i was done with my second workout it was already super late again it wasn't that late because there's three hour ahead it was like 11 over here mm. um, but still it was later than i'm usually outside and yeah, I was kind of bummed because mm. I walked outside for nothing. Then, and after <laughs> that, I was like, well, I guess it played out. It worked out okay because then since I did fail, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be smart and not go out and rest my legs so I could have a good competition. And yeah, it and worked out at the end. you to celebrate like how you want? Did you? Yeah, cause I, cause because I did something? fail. Yeah, so I met my coach because um, he lives in Ohio. So it was the first mm-hmm. time I met him. And one of my other... Uh, I guess you'd call him teammate. He's coached by the same person. We all kind of um, went out to celebrate, ate some food. I had some Indian food. I was craving Indian food for the longest, but it's mm-hmm. hard to track, so I never have it. And then I had a beer with with them. So I was, I, I was still not going to drink, and I was like, you know, fuck it. 
Yeah. Let me, let me have a drink. I already failed. <laughs> so That's not I had the my right beer. mentality to yeah. have. But <laughs> he was you? celebrating for... <laughs> so disappointed. I'm just going to binge right now. Yeah, I had one cookie. Binging. Let me just have... Yeah, so I had a beer and no regrets, though. No yeah. regrets. But I'm back on it. Yeah. Again. I'm glad. I'm, I mean, that sucks you didn't complete it, but I'm glad you got to celebrate and enjoy Ohio yeah. while you were there, because who knows when we're ever going to get Yeah, because there there's a lot of breweries <laughs> out there. Yeah, That is true. Lucky I was able to make it there and come back, actually. Yeah. So I was worried for you, not going to lie. You and Tiang and Anthony. I wasn't. I was chill. I was like... I was worried for I you. Was, I wasn't. It was, yeah. it was cool. And it so was... I had my Rosario. I was like, oh my gosh, don't let them get it, because I got to record with them. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. So yeah, I'll have yeah. to start it all over again, Annie. How was your okay. performance though? Uh, at the Arnold, yeah, I had the best mm-hmm. performance of my life. When nine for nine, um, nine I didn't. For nine. Yeah, nine for nine. Let's that's not glaze over. Yeah, that. that's, that's that's that was your. That was my goal. Mm-hmm. That was my number one goal. Mm-hmm. I wanted to win, but nine for nine was my goal. And in my mind, it was like, okay, if I go nine for nine, I'm I have a good chance that I'm gonna win. You know, but on that day, there was just two two guys that just were stronger than me that day. So it is what it is. Uh, but I did PR on my deadlift, not on my squad, not on my bench. Because, again, we were being cautious because it did have the injuries. Um, but overall, I was happy. Great performance. It was not a ghost town. There was a lot of people in the crowd. Um, the expo itself was a ghost town because the, mm-hmm. the expo halls are pretty empty. Mm-hmm. Um, and people told me that in the past... It's usually super crowded where it's hard to walk in between people. But the event itself was cool. The production level was next level. I kind of felt coming out like, um, have you guys ever watched WWE yeah, when you guys were young? I felt like Stone Cold Steve Austin walking on. It looked cool. I was like, the lights were like, shh. Yeah, you were just, watching online yeah. too, right? It was like, cool. So I felt like, like it was a big stage and it was fun. <laughs> it was cool. The back was a little hectic because we had different... Because there was seven events, I believe. It was, I might be wrong. But they had seven events going on for powerlifting, oh. but in different areas of the convention center. But since they shut down a whole area, all of them had to be moved to one spot. So instead of having two platforms, they had three. And in the back, a lot of different weight classes were warming up and competing at the same time, which it wasn't supposed to be like that. It's usually the girls because they're a little bit lighter than the lighter guys and then the heavier guys. And the reason they do this is because if you think about it, the, the height differences and weight differences that people put on the bar makes it easier, you know, for people that load the weights mm-hmm. and to change weights and stuff like that. Even when you're outside competing, you're going to be almost around the same strength level. So it's not going to be a lot of taking off plates and, you know, back and forth. But for warmups, you had these big guys that were, you know, had mm-hmm. seven, eight pounds, uh, seven, eight reds on the bar on each side squatting this and then you have the lighter guys they have maybe three or four so it was a big difference and then there was less because of that there was less uh racks to go around for people to share so mm-hmm. at one time you'll have maybe six or seven people sharing a rack but it went pretty smooth because everybody was kind of nice and everybody was just letting people warm up mm-hmm. but i de- did see a little bit of anxiousness in some people like like looking at the time like am i going to be able to warm up on time and yeah. so that kind of was the thing but Again, me personally, I was chilling. I was calm. It was whatever. So the whole event overall was pretty cool. Didn't get to explore much the days before because I was resting. And then after, my plan was to actually explore the Arnold. But because of what happened, Mm -hmm. there wasn't much to explore. And then uh, I wanted to see Strongman. But after me, when I finished competing, Strongman was over. (laughs) 
because they were going on at the same time I was competing. Oh, okay. So I wasn't able to see it them. It wasn't supposed to originally? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, one of the cool things was seeing all these top athletes walking around. Um, it was joking. I was joking around with Tiang on the plane. I was like, because uh, I saw a poster for Rain, um, the, the energy drink. Mm-hmm. So I was joking around with Tiang. I was like, I wonder how big that guy, Thor, the mountain from Game of Thrones, was like, the strong man, the champ. I was like, I wonder how big he is in person. And as soon as we get off the plane, and when I was waiting for my luggage, I would start looking around, and behind me was Thor, the mountain, <laughs> with his film crew. And I was like, oh, my God, this is... Was his wife with him? Yeah, she's, I think so. It was so a tiny woman. It's so seeing them picture together, because <laughs> she's, so she's teeny tiny. Yeah, yeah I was so like, <laughs> actually, dang girl. I don't know. It might have been another woman, but she was tiny next to him. Okay. So I really <laughs> don't know. But... Yeah, that was cool. I saw a lot of IFBB bodybuilders, so unfortunately make me amigo here look small. Who, Randy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's, I mean, it's, it's, it's to be expected, right? Because uh, I saw, I think his name is a Big Rammy. Big Rammy. Big Rammy. Oh, yeah. He was having a photo shoot at Powerhouse Gym when I was training. Oh. Um, there was other guys there, the guy who won Mr. Olympia for uh, men's physique last year. Um, I don't know his name. Oh, yeah. um, I don't know his name either. But yeah, yeah, he was there. Uh, so I recognized a lot of faces. Um, I saw, oh, I ran into, uh, what's his name, Mark Bell, just mm-hmm. on the hallway oh, too. No yeah, I was just cool. I just walked, I just ran into him. I didn't talk to any of these people. I was just like, oh, look, that's nice. You know, because yeah. I wasn't fan, like, boring, like, oh, let me get a picture. We saw Ronnie Coleman. I took I a picture with him, but I didn't that? want to. Yeah. Oh, Anthony wanted to. Yeah, Anthony that, wanted to. Okay. He was like, "Come Jane, on!" I was Jane like, "No," he to. was, because he <laughs> wasn't. He was. I'm pretty sure he was at the expo doing events, yeah. and I know I felt tired. And then he's an older gentleman on a wheelchair, so I was like, "I don't want to bug him," yeah. you know. So I was like, "Nah, I don't want to." But Anthony was like, "Come on, bro, it's Ronnie Coleman." I was like, and "I was like, no." And then I turn around, and I see him taking a picture. I'm like, "Well, might as well. He's already Let bugged him," you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I took a Let's picture. Let's only bug him once. And. So, yeah, I saw a, a bunch of people. Um, yeah, and you saw them just walking around the airport, too. So it was a cool experience overall. Um, did you say that you placed? Oh, yeah, yeah. I placed third. Hello. So <laughs> it was third, and it was tough, like, competition. It was, I think the difference between third and first is, like, 20-something pounds, which is, it's nothing. Nice. It's, like, it's very little. Uh, but, yeah, they were just... The guy who won first broke an American record on squat, which was like 580-ish, which is insane. And then he broke his own bench American record, which I was going to try to go for, but I saw he was going to break it. So I was like, well, I'm just going to hit something I know for sure I could hit because I want to go nine for nine because he's going to chip it anyway. Mm. Um, And he broke his own record, I think barely too, by like four pounds. So it wasn't a big break. Uh, And then the guy who got second... He had a deadlift American record, so it was a 640, 640 pounds, something like that. Jeez. So, I mean, these guys were breaking records on that day. So, obviously, I put to be able for me to be able to put up a good total to go against guys that broke records that day is pretty yeah. pretty badass. And you talked about like you were going conservatively because of your injuries. Yeah. And like yeah, your so real lucky. your real goal was nine for nine. Yeah, my real goal was big. nine for nine because I wanted you hadn't done that no, right, to that point or two. No. And, yeah, that was important for me because, you know, my – the list of people I work with, the athletes now, they're, it's it's growing. So mm-hmm. I want to I, 
I want to make sure what I tell them I've done. Like I can't tell them, oh, you need to do this when I haven't done it myself. It's kind of hypocritical. Yeah. So I want to make sure I got that done and so I could preach to them the importance. Because there's stats out there. I forgot what it was. But um, uh, so it's a coach. His name is Matt Gary, big time USAPL powerlifting coach. He's coached a lot of like world events and stuff like that. He has statistics. I can't think of it from the top of my head, but I believe if you miss one lift, like on your squat, your third squat, you're most likely to miss two more lifts. And so basically the, the, the data says it's not good to miss on your squats or any, I forgot exactly what, but basically if you miss one lift, you're going to have a bad day and you're probably not going to win first because somebody else is going to just, they might not be the stronger athlete, but because they perform better, they're going to beat you. Okay. So it's pretty cool. So that was the goal. That's I'm pretty cool. happy. Uh, next goal is uh, nationals. And if that doesn't get canceled, <laughs> that's in October. So we'll see. But if it gets canceled, I mean, we obviously have bigger problems going on in the world <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> than a powerlifting meet. Yeah, that's the biggest thing right now for the IMBA shows, too, yeah. is if it gets canceled. And so people are like, oh, man, will they cancel the Olympia? And I go, well, I'm going to have a year off. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could use a year off. Yeah, cause and then technically I'll still be the champion since no one beat me and I'll be the 2020 champ. And then technically I'll be the first back-to-back champ. By technicality. By technicality. <laughs> Put a little asterisk. I'll take it. Thank you, coronavirus. <laughs> I'm scared. My teammate. Yeah, so that's... <laughs> But from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, six feet. Six, yeah. Six, six, six. Calm down. <laughs> Let's make it seven to be safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when is nationals? You said October? October. It's going to be Daytona, Florida. Okay. Daytona Beach, Great. Florida. Isn't your oh. nationals and my team USA the same the same weekend? Wasn't that? I don't know when your team USA uh, I think that's what it was last year. I think, I, th- I think yours was the week before. Kind of, I know they were really close last year. Well, I'm not sure, to be honest. I don't think you were competing at the time. For no. that that weekend, no. Yeah, I think they're probably like a week off then. I don't know, but I don't think it's gonna be the same weekend. But uh, I don't know. I really don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vegas to Florida then, or or Florida Vegas. Mm-hmm. You, me, yeah. What? <laughs> do both. Do <laughs> bodybuilding? Nah, nah, dude. Dang. Nah, never do bodybuilding. <gasps> I, I could say that a hundred percent. I was gonna say never. Never. Say never. Really? No. Yeah. No. Dang. It's it's so it ain't for me. It's so mm-hmm. choose your words wisely. <laughs> <laughs> like for my goals, that would be so much time be de- detrimental, detrimental to, to my gains. Oh, yeah, one hundred percent. So that you would, I'm you would lose so much strength for just a short period of time. No, I don't. Nah, it's not gonna fly. I'm already competing against some guys that are doing some crazy stuff. I can't afford. To like let time pass. Yeah, you're too old for that too. Yeah, recovery. I need recovery. Yeah, I need recovery a lot better than these other guys. So, no bodybuilding for me, bro. I think is that it. Are we good? That's it. Yeah. So you're starting seven or you're 75 hard again. You day one. Today. Today. Day Today. One. Day one. Whatever, Morgan. Whatever. Day one. Yeah. Yeah, because so, so when I came back from the comp, I was I I started. Uh, Technically, I started right after, but I really wasn't counting or anything. I just wanted to, because I was still keeping track of my weight and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like I needed like a mental break and also just a diet break. Like I just not track anything, just eat to wherever my body wanted. So mm-hmm. I think for like one one day, I ate a lot of carbs. Like I'm pretty sure 
it was, a, it was I don't know how much it was, but it was a lot. It was maybe like 3,000 more than I usually eat per day. So you call it a binge if you want. And then the next day, <laughs> the next day I wasn't that hungry, uh, but I still ended up eating a lot more. And then today, and then yesterday, it was chill, normal. I actually tracked my food yesterday, and I think I underate. And so, yeah, I just basically gave myself a little mental break before I hop back into things. Because I also was just feeling tired and fatigued. I was going to say, you a lie because you were training, like, the day after and the day you got back? Well, or? because I couldn't let the sodium and the carbs go to waste. Okay. Because I had yeah, so many respect. packs of Pedialyte and Pills. carbs. And Pills. you guys should have seen the pump I had. It was insane. Like... Veins coming out of veins. It you was always have veins, like just sitting here talking. No, but that guy was th- that guy. That time was different. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was that guy was different experience. animal. <laughs> that was you not named me. It was alter ego. <laughs> I know, right? But yeah, good times. Sweet. Cool. Yeah. So glad glad you're back and safe. Yes. Oh, we we won't know. It hasn't well, been 21 days yet. Yeah, we, we shall find late, out. Latent and yeah. incubation period. Should we do another food challenge? A lot of people have been asking what the next one is. Yeah, same. And <laughs> I don't know. I have slightly more aesthetic goals now, so. Yeah, because someone here is uh is gonna get married soon. I mean, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> It'll look good in the dress. <laughs> just, just. Shoulders, that's my focus. <laughs> the huge S traps. I can't wait. Plan <laughs> it. But are you are you gonna be able to though? Because aren't you gonna start your prep soon? Not till June. I got time. Uh, that's on Mike. Let's do it. <laughs> I mean, you could do one. Pop them out. You could do one solo. That's not fun without you guys. I mean, you're you're not gonna finish it either way. But <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, because I because okay, because you mentioned you told me. I think the day or the day after that you failed 75 hard. So I, I told you I was going to start it because um, right now it's like 60 some days away from the wedding, something like that. So I was like, I'm going to start it, but I'm not going to finish it because I'm not going to not drink at my wedding. <laughs> but I'll start it if you're starting it. It's just yeah. like, cause, I mean, the weather's been really bad. So basically you're not doing 75 <laughs> hard. You're yeah. do a diet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is basically. similar to 75 hard. But hearts. the reading, the two workouts a day, like you'd be surprised like what that does. Like for, it's taxing. It's so challenging, but like you have like laser focus because you have no choice but to have that. So I'm like, oh, that could be beneficial. Yeah. But you're right. It wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to call it 75 hard because I already know. You're not going to finish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not for 75 days. I could do the 30 day one, the phase two, but the showers things. So <laughs> it's cold. Serious question. What non-alcoholic beverages are you guys going to have? Because I'm not going to drink it. Water. Water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it going to be filtered though? Ice cubes. I don't know if there's going to be coffee. Okay. That, that works. Pineapple juice. That works. <laughs> the oh. mixers. <laughs> Just all the mixers. I, I mean, but Tim and Annabelle might hoggle those, you know, so. <laughs> the chocolate bar is going to be empty. <laughs> it's like, damn it. Dark chocolate bar. Let's close this up. Let's close this up. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in to another week of the PR podcast. And um, be sure you guys are staying safe out there and stay healthy. 
Um, please, if you guys can, continue to share this podcast with your friends and family and on social media. Yeah, we really appreciate it. And make sure you guys are following us on social media as well. PR Podcast is PR.podcast. You can find Annabelle at evolve.annabelle. You can find my Instagram at fit underscore fluential. And you can find Morgan's at morgan.aquino. Thank you guys, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Peace.